our Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. It's a solo podcast today. Kate is out sick. She will be back on Monday, though, and we're going to review all of the action from Week 10. Uh, but I just wanted to jump on for a little bit to talk about some of the recent things that have happened uh, in the NFL. And we should start with Odell Beckham. Uh, so I'm sure you guys have all heard, but Odell Beckham signed with the Los Angeles Rams late Thursday afternoon. It sounded like the <laughs> the destinations were either Green Bay or the Rams. And it sounds like the Saints were interested a little bit. Um, but he went to the Rams for a couple different reasons. It seems like Odell wanted to play with a veteran quarterback, and he wanted to play with a creative offensive mind. And while Green Bay probably would have had more targets available, you can see why L.A. would be appealing to Odell, right? Like, his best friend's LeBron. He gets to go out and play in a, in a dome and with a good quarterback and a good offense, so it makes sense. But uh, today we're going to talk about his dynasty value because... I don't know if this really helps it all that much. Obviously, he's going to a better team than what he was in Cleveland in a better quarterback situation, but it's still only a one-year deal. Cooper Cup is... I don't see any way that he loses targets. He's hes still Matt Stafford's favorite receiver. We know Robert Woods is going to have a role, and this is a team that likes to stay balanced using their rushing attack. Uh, currently, right now, in Dynasty League football... Odell is wide receiver 41 41 and 45, depending on the site. Uh, And actually, I'm looking at it now. I'm sorry. It's wide receiver 46. He's already 29 years old, just turned 29 last week. Does this landing spot increase his value uh, where he can potentially, you know, turn a solid couple games into a new contract next year? My guess is probably not. I, I think I think the best case situation is he ends up doing what Antonio Brown has done in Tampa Bay, where you know he just stays with that team and that quarterback on a cheaper deal because I just don't see a market out there for or for Odell. Um, obviously, you know we don't even have to talk about the character stuff and some of the off the field stuff, all all that, but. He's had multiple injuries now. He's got a shoulder thing going on. He's got you know the knee injury, um, and receivers like him just don't typically age all that well. So, can he turn? I, I guess that's my, my biggest thing is how many games are we even going to get from Odell this season? He's not going to play on Sunday. Um, we'll or excuse me, they play on Monday. He's not going to play on Monday. We'll see if he even plays the following week, but. I just don't know. I don't know how much value he's going to really add to this offense. I think it'll be some. I'm not sure he's going to be somebody that you want in your starting lineups at any point the rest of the year. Uh, but we shall see. He he is obviously a talented player. Um, it's just, is he going to get enough targets in this offense to be somebody that we really value? I have my doubts. Um, let's take a quick break so we can tell you guys about McDonald's. You guys know McDonald's. It's fantastic. Uh, McDonald's been, has been serving more than just a place. Uh, excuse me. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family from the community can come together. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. So head to your local McDonald's today to refuel and reconnect. And go out and get a sausage and McGriddle. That's my absolute favorite food at McDonald's. I, I could eat one every single day. 
Ba -ba 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 -ba. I'm loving it. All right, let's talk about the Thursday night game between the Ravens and the Dolphins. Not a good game if you are a Lamar Jackson fantasy owner. Only 238 passing yards, a touchdown, and an interception. The Dolphins did some interesting things in this game. They did a lot of cover zero. They just crowded the line of scrimmage, daring the Ravens to throw the ball quick and deep, and they didn't really have a success. I thought what was interesting is how poorly the Ravens ran the ball in this one. Devontae Freeman, 10 carries for 35 yards, uh, 3.5 yards per carry. Le'Veon Bell, 3 carries for 1 yard. I think this is going to be a problem for the Ravens going forward. It's just they don't have anybody that has any speed in the backfield. So they're not worried. Opponents aren't worried about getting gashed in the running game. Um, so it's going to be up to these other receivers and tight ends to start making plays. Now, if you... If you have Rashad Bateman, you're super encouraged because six receptions for 80 yards and eight targets. I thought he played really well. What was really fascinating is that Lamar Jackson was targeting him on high leverage downs. You know, third and nine, the ball was going to Rashad Bateman. Um, Hollywood Brown got 13 targets in this game, six for 37, had a couple of bad drops. Uh, you're you're going to live with those kind of numbers because of what he can do in other games. We've seen him basically be a 1,200-yard receiver over the last 16 games. But Bateman, I was worried about Bateman's dynasty value when they drafted him. But over the last couple weeks, he's been a pretty good option. He's currently a wide receiver 25 on dynasty league football. Um, I think that feels about right. Hollywood's actually wide receiver 27. I would flip those two. Um, but an encouraging game from Rashad Bateman. Mark Andrews, 6 for 63 to touchdown. You will certainly take that. Devin Duvernay, 4 for 28, uh, and also added in a carry for 19 yards. He doesn't have long-term value, I don't think, but he's just somebody to monitor because it's pretty clear that the team likes his speed uh, and they like what he's doing for the offense. Uh, let's switch over to the Dolphins side of things. Uh, Jacoby Brissett started this game 11 for 23, 156 yards. Uh, he hurt his knee, or he, he hurt his knee, I think, midway through the second quarter. Comes out, Tua replaces him, and Tua actually plays pretty well in this game. He is 8 of 13 for 158 yards, uh, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, he does have a rushing touchdown in this one as well. Tua is just a better quarterback, and he might not ever justify the number five pick um, where Miami took him, but he's, it's just clear this offense is far more functional when he plays. Uh, Jalen Waddell in this game, 4 for 61 on six targets. Albert Wilson, 4 for 87. Uh, Isaiah Ford, 4 for 84. Uh, nothing from Mike Isecki on seven targets. Targets, zero, zero, zeros across the board. Running backs, it continues to be a disaster. Miles Gaskin, 14 for 31. No touchdowns. Uh, had one reception for 14 yards. Salvin Ahmad, two carries for six yards. Miami is going to be a team looking for a running back this offseason. They tried last year. They wanted Javante Williams. They were going to be in on Aaron Jones if he left in free agency. Um, so it, this is a situation where Gaskins is the lead back for only the next couple of weeks, um, but he's not a long-term answer there at all. Uh, we'll see what happens with, with Baltimore going forward, if they can fix their protections. I've never seen a team blitz as often is what Miami did. Javon Holland, their safety, had more quarterback blitzes than any safety has in like the last decade. Um, my guess is with the, the Ravens having 10 days off, they're going to figure out a way to beat some of these cover zero blitzes because there's just no way 
uh, they can continue to be that bad on uh, on offense, just beating a pretty simple scheme. Uh, but we shall see. All right, let's pause so I can tell you guys about GetUpside. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every single gallon of gas every single time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Just use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That is promo code TOUCHDOWN. All right, just a couple guys really quickly before we head out that I'm interested in seeing this week. And we're going to go through every single game. Uh, Michael Gallup in the Cowboy-Falcon game. Uh, Gallup has missed uh, basically the entire season. He got hurt in week one with a calf injury. I'm just interested to see his role. Does he you know, become the guy that stretches the field for the Cowboys? Because that's something they haven't had over the last couple of weeks. How healthy is he? Uh, we shall see in this game. I, he, AJ Terrell probably going to be guarding Amari Cooper. So I expect a quiet game from Cooper. This should be a CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup contest. Uh, next game, Jacksonville, Indianapolis. Does the Jonathan Taylor dominance continue? This is a game where Jonathan Taylor should see the ball 22, 24 times. It should be another game where it's 150 yards and a touchdown at least. Uh, I'm curious to see what kind of workload he gets in this one. Browns and Patriots. No Nick Chubb, at least we don't think, so probably Dearness Johnson. Uh, That's fascinating, but what I'm more interested in is on the other side of the ball. Ramondre Stevenson looks like he's going to get the start in this game with Damian Harris being down. Stevenson, very talented, 240 pounds, can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, I want to see what he looks like in a full-time role there. Our next one, it's the Bills and the Jets. How about Mike White, baby? He is back. Uh, That's not actually the story. It's Elijah Moore. Uh, Had the best game of of his career in Week 9 against the Colts. Does he take over that kind of role with double-digit targets once again? I think at this stage in the season, the Jets need to really feature him more. That's something to keep an eye on. Lions Steelers, uh, no Chase Claypool for the Steelers. Obviously, no Juju. Uh, Pat Fryermuth going to see a big role, but Deontay Johnson, uh, he's seen double digit, double digit targets in every game except for one this year. Uh, this is a game in which he should absolutely dominate. So, if you play in DFS leagues, uh, if you're thinking about you know who to start, I think Deontay Johnson is going to have a monster game. Uh, our next one, it's the Saints and Titans. I'm interested about the running backs here. Alvin Kamar looks pretty doubtful to play in this one, which means more touches for Mark Ingram. Uh, it, does that mean that Trevor Simeon throws the ball more? Do we see more Taysom Hill packages? Uh, that'll be fascinating. Adrian Peterson on the other side did not look great on Sunday Night Football. What does he look like in Week 2? We'll be paying attention to that. Tampa Bay, Washington. Chris Godwin injured his foot in practice this week. We'll see if he plays. It doesn't seem likely. No Antonio Brown this week. This should be a big Mike Evans game, but I'm really interested to see, do one of the other receivers step up? Is this a Tyler Johnson game? Is this a game where we maybe see more of OJ Howard? Uh, We shall see. But again, another DFS play, Mike Evans. I think he's going to have a big, big game. Carolina and Arizona. Still don't know the status of Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, we think P.J. Walker is starting for Carolina, but what about D.J. Moore? 
Uh, more stats have gone down a little bit over the last couple of weeks, and I think that obviously has to do with the quarterback situation there. Does he have any chemistry with P.J. Walker? Probably not. How quickly does Cam take over that starting role there? You know that's coming after they gave him $4.5 million guaranteed, and he can earn up to $10 million this year. I'm just curious to see which quarterback over the next month, month and a half, can best get DJ Moore the, the ball because we know he's an absolute stud. For Arizona, no Chase Edmonds for the next couple of weeks. We know James Conner is going to get the lion's share of the workload there. But what about Ido, Ido Benjamin? He's somebody who looked good last week in limited action. Uh, he is somebody who is pretty cheap right now in Dynasty. Uh, if he can maybe carve out a role, maybe he replaces Chase Edmonds next year, who is a free agent. Uh, moving on to our next game, it's the Vikings and Chargers. Not too many takeaways here. I just want to see how healthy Mike Williams is. After a great start to the season, uh, his production has dropped off. This should be another game that Dalvin Cook just has a monster, monster performance. I think he's the number one DFS running back this week. Next game, it's the Eagles and the Broncos. Now, for me, this one is just Javante Williams. We know Javante had a massive game last week, but the game script was perfect for them, right? The Broncos were leading throughout. They never they had the lead the entire game, uh, but Melvin Gordon still got his touches. I just want to see the Broncos fully commit to Javante because I think he's the superior back. I think, obviously, he's the future there. It would be great to see the Broncos lean into Javante Williams in the second half of the season. Philadelphia's run defense is a little up and down. Uh, but this is a game that I expect. Next one is the Raiders and the Chiefs. Uh, big game for the two tight ends. Kelsey and Travis, uh, or sorry, Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller both struggled a little bit this year. Uh, I think they both get back on track in this one. And then finally, Rams 49ers. Not many takeaways from the Rams side of things. We we know what that offense is. Ardell is not going to play this week. Uh, what about the 49ers? George Kittle comes back, obviously plays really well in his first game. Britton Ayuk, does he have a bigger role? We shall see. I want to see the running back situation. Jeff Wilson's coming back. How does that fit in with Elijah Mitchell? It's going to be interesting to see how how that backfield shakes out because we know it's going to be productive. We know whoever's back there is going to be efficient. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what they do with everybody basically being healthy now for the 49ers. So that is our Week 10 preview. I know this was a shorter podcast. Uh, We apologize. Kate will be back on Monday. We'll wrap up this week. Uh, We'll talk about all the really cool stuff that happened in the NFL, all the guys that are moving up and down in our dynasty ranks. Um, So uh, we just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Uh, We want to thank you guys for listening to Matt and Ryan's show. We know that you guys have been faithful listeners for a long time over there. Uh, Enjoy week 10. We'll see you guys next time.